0: Local matters this week is about drug use and abuse in Luxembourg. We are going to visit Abrigado's drug consumption room in Bonvois and the therapy center in Mantanach, which recently presented their child parent therapy program. And today we have Nadine Bernd with us. Nadine Bernd is part of the Ministry of Health and recently has worked on a report about drug use in Luxembourg compared with other European countries. So, um hello Nadine Bernd. You are responsible in the direction for research or monitoring on drug consumption in Luxembourg for the Ministry of Health, right?
1: Yes, that's correct. So it's actually the Directorate of Health and we have the national focal point there of the European Monitoring
0: Centre for Drugs and Drug Addictions. So there was very recently actually a report published on drug use in Luxembourg in comparison to other European countries. Well, it was a European report, not only referring to Luxembourg, but we are going to focus on in Luxembourg today. Can you Tell me how this situation in Luxembourg has changed in the past years concerning drug addictions.
1: Yes, so this actually depends on the population that we look at. Uh, So the general population, recreational drug users or high-risk drug users. And well, with regard to high-risk drug use, we've actually observed a downward trend over the past two decades and the stabilization over the last few years. And according to um, the latest estimations from our national focal point, the number of high-risk drug users currently situates around 2,200. In fact, 22 years ago, the rate of high-risk drug users among the Luxembourgish population was among the highest in the European Union with approximately 9 users per 1,000 inhabitants. And nowadays, the rate has almost halved, so that's a positive uh, evolution. And this means that today we have about five users per 1,000 inhabitants aged 15 to 64 years. And finally, we also see that high-risk drug users are getting older and that they're an aging population with an average age about 37 years of age, and they're also mostly
0: male. Okay, so that's actually a good thing if there are less young people who consume drugs, right?
1: Well, I would say that our latest data show that cannabis still remains the most widely um, used drug among the general population and among recreational users um, followed by stimulants such as cocaine and MDMA and ecstasy. Actually, among young adults, the prevalence rates are generally higher compared to younger or older age groups. If we compare the situation today With the situation in 2014, the prevalence rates um, of cannabis and controlled stimulant use among young adults have remained relatively stable. If we now compare the situation in Luxembourg um, with the rest of Europe, recent use of cannabis and stimulants among young adults are below the European average rates. And Looking um, at younger people, so really adolescents um, aged 15 to 18 years of age, we've only seen a moderate increase in last month cannabis use. So the use among adolescents in Luxembourg is quite comparable to the situation in other European countries. And if we look at more harmful drugs, in particular heroin, its use remains marginal um, within the general population. However, opioids and heroin, um, they remain the most uh, popular drugs among high-risk drug users. And their use is also related to many health and social consequences. And recently we see that um, the use of opiates is actually decreasing while the use of cocaine and um, cocaine-containing mixes or so-called cocktails or speedballs that's getting uh, more popular among high-risk drug users. And if we now look at the drug consumption mode, we see that injection is becoming less popular and more high-risk drug users nowadays, they report um, inhalation as the main consumption mode. Um, This is also positive um, evolution as it's related with fewer risk than injection, um, which in turn contributes to a reduction of infectious disease and also um, fatal drug-induced overdoses. So there were five um, direct drug-related death cases in 2021, and these are still too many, but it's a significant uh, decrease um, than 20 years ago when there were more than 25 um, fatal overdoses uh, per year.
0: If you speak about high-risk drug users, how would you define this?
1: Um, So, according to the definition from the European Monitoring Center for Drugs and Drug Addictions, um, actually high-risk drug users are those who are in contact either with a treatment institution, a harm reduction center. And in Luxembourg, we also define um, those as high-risk drug users who are in contact with law enforcement agencies.
0: Okay, so that's not really the young people who take some pills in the club but it's really addictions that we're talking about.
1: Yes, in this case we see indeed that let's say if one increases its use um, on a more frequent basis of course the risk is also higher that one will get more social health problems or even have problems with the justice system and in that case let's say we're more talking about high risk drug users and not about recreational drug users who are only using once at a time at a festive context and who don't yet have any negative consequences uh, related to their use
0: and well these these developments seem kind of fluctuating and not really one concrete direction but it depends from drug to drug it also depends from age groups how Have countermeasures and prevention measures in Luxembourg been developed lately or adapted also to these very different needs?
1: Yes, so indeed uh, several measures and prevention initiatives have been developed that are adapted to the needs of those different user groups uh, from decriminalization of cannabis possession needle exchange programs, we have heroin assisted treatment and also online counseling apps. And already in 93 um, the exchange of syringes and needles started in a minibus and in 99 the first uh, fixed structure followed. In 2005 the first supervised drug consumption room was set up which is now at the Abrigado Center close to the central train station and we have substitution programs and infectious disease testing and treatment programs available. And if we now look at more recent initiatives, um, the National Centre for the Prevention of Addictions, the KNAPA, is currently developing a national concept for structured work in the field of prevention, and a first version of the addiction prevention concept has uh, been drawn up. And multilateral consultations are currently underway. And this is also in the light of the new cannabis policy. Another initiative is the online consultation offer, the Suchtberodung online, which actually offers a counselling with a practitioner or a therapist through internet or telephone. And there's also a smartphone application and this is available only since last year, since 2021. Then we have several treatment centers in the country that provide treatment and support to different types of users according to their needs. I would also like to mention two other harm reduction offers, the opioid substitution treatment offer and the needle and syringe exchange program. So the opioid substitution treatment program is already available for more than 20 years in Luxembourg. While um, a heroin assisted substitution program was set up as a pilot project in 2017 and it's currently located at the foundation Jugend and in Luxembourg City, and the idea is to broaden this substitution treatment offer and to implement it at the contact ash um, harm reduction center in the south of the country. And finally, I really would like to highlight that Luxembourg um, actually reports the highest coverage of substitution, treatment and exchange of safer use materials in the European Union and has already been able to far exceed the targets um, of the WHO in this area. And uh, in addition to several vending machines, there are three structures providing free um, safer use materials at a counter, so that's available on all weekdays, 24 hours
0: a day. All these offers, are they um, used a lot by the people who are the target group? Uh,
1: Yes, indeed, we have seen um, an increase um, over the past years in the use of these services, especially the the person contacts, let's say, and have increased uh, steadily since actually the the main uh, centers were opened. However, due to the um, COVID-19 pandemic um, in 2020 and 2021, we have seen a reduction in the number of people who are using these services. And this, of course, we relate to the fact that there were the restrictive measures by the government that were implemented, um, which led also to a reduction in the fact that these services could be accessed by the drug-using population.
0: Yes, I guess we have seen that a lot during the pandemic, especially here in our neighborhood in Bonvois, that people who are maybe more vulnerable have the most problems with COVID, with the pandemic, with the lockdowns. Did the COVID-19 pandemic in general have been an influence on the situation of drug users in Luxembourg or how has the COVID-19 pandemic influenced the situation?
1: Um, recreational drug uses they reported less use of stimulants so particular cocaine and MDMA during the pandemic and this can naturally be explained by the fact that there were um, less parties there was a cancellation of social and festive events because people stayed at home most of the time so if we look at cannabis use, there were actually more cannabis users who considered that the pandemic had no impact on their use than cannabis users who reported that it led to more or less use. And we assume that frequent users mostly increased their cannabis use as they were coping with the situation of the pandemic. So with boredom, but also perhaps with anxiety, anxiety. And overall, there was were much less impacts on the drug market or on the general situation than we expected. Few reported that there were um, less opportunities to buy drugs, less opportunities to use drugs. But there was no lack of availability uh, perceived among drug users. So it remained quite available. And the dealers on the streets, they adapted very quickly to the situation. And as of today, the situation is normalized and bounced back as to it was before
0: what would you say now in Luxembourg there are still five people among 1,000 who are high-risk users so what is for the health ministry what is now the priority what needs to be tackled in the next years
1: Well, as the director of the European Monitoring Center for Drugs and Drug Addictions mentioned recently with the publication of the European Drug Report that you were referring to just in the beginning, um, the challenges can be summarized as everywhere, everything, and everyone. So this means that nowadays drugs are easily available, they appear in many different forms, and everyone can indirectly or directly be confronted with it. Also with regard to new psychoactive substances, they continue to appear in Europe at a rate of one per week and this poses a serious public health challenge. So it's just a question of time when they may appear in Luxembourg as well. To give an example, last year we found CBD-dominant cannabis products that are contaminated with synthetic cannabinoids, which poses strong health risks and can even lead to poisonings. And cannabis is also not the same product as it was 10 or 20 years ago. Um, today, it appears in many different forms, and it has much stronger THC levels. And the average percentage of THC, which is the psychoactive component um, in the cannabis, it lies today at 15%, while a few years ago, this percentage was much uh, lower. Let's say in 2012, it was only at 9%, so it has increased considerably considerably. And in fact, this month, our government presented a new bill to regulate the home cultivation and private use of cannabis, as many of us have heard about by now. And that's to move consumers away from the illicit cannabis market and to reduce the health consequences. Yes, and also it will go along with this um general population survey that we're going to start. Should go in parallel and in at best even before the implementation. So let's say when the law will definitely go into will go into force, because like this we can have a so-called baseline assessment to know um how the situation is before any change will take place on the policy level. And then of course thereafter it's important to assess also in regular the regular time frames after the policy change uh,
0: is there. Okay, that sounds like a lot of interesting work for you to do.
1: Yes, I think there will be some interesting work coming up for us, of course, yes.
0: Then thanks a lot, Nadine Band, for taking the time for this conversation and for giving us all this information. I
1: would like to thank you as well.
0: That was Nadine Band from the Ministry of Health, Um, Telling us about the situation of drug use and drug abuse in Luxembourg. You can of course listen to this interview on aracityradio.com. And don't miss tomorrow's local matters. We are going to visit Abrigado, the drug consummation room in Luxembourg City.